Um, so, hello everyone, welcome to another SPAS Community Podcast. I'm joined here today by two members of our uh, product communication and training team, Ashley Whittle and Nathan Driver. Say hello. 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 <laughs> and uh, we've just been having quite an interesting chat, really. Nothing at all to do with assessment. We always do sound checks. So, we've got a new booth set up and... Um, for breakfast this morning, Nathan had marmite and cheese sandwiches. Uh, yes. They were toasted. Yes, yeah, um, I'm not a barbarian. <laughs> yeah, so even if nothing else today, what we take away from this, could you please get in touch and let us know, is this right or wrong? Marmite and cheese sandwiches for breakfast uh, for our listeners in the US. Do you, do you even have marmite? It's a very British mm, thing, isn't it? It so, is, yeah. Yeah, um, so the, our podcasts are a lot more informal than the webinars. You may have seen the uh, some of the training webinars we've done before. Uh, but today we wanted to talk about the training team in general, uh, give people out there, if you're already a member of the SPAS community, you've probably been involved with some training, but there are a lot of people that haven't. There's also a lot of things that our training team do that the SPAS community don't seem to be aware of, um, especially if you've been with us for a couple of years already. You know, we're evolving all the time, offering more art, and that's why we changed the, the name from, it used to be the documentation team. I think you were both here when it was, previously known as documentation yeah. team because that's quite a recent thing um so obviously yes you do documentation that's great uh but actually as, as you've grown as a team we're doing a lot more training and offering a lot more options for training uh so first of all i suppose ashley do you want to give us a, a little introduction to who are the training side of the pcat team and what do you guys do in a nutshell okay so when you first start working at BTL in the product communications and training team, um, you'll start being inducted into the new starter training process. So you'll deliver a lot of new starter training. And that's not only for your own product development, but it also me means that you'll get in touch and form quite close relationships with other new starters at BTL, which I think is really beneficial for someone who's new here. And it helps those people um, one, stay at BTL longer because they've got lots of close relationships. But as well, it helps them do the job because they develop such an in-depth product knowledge that can help other new starters learn what they're learning along the way. Mm -hmm. And then once they've been here a little bit longer, they'll start to do more internal training. So that's more to do with keeping up to date with the releases of Surpass and Secure Marker. And then finally, the third strand of training goes on to customer training. So that new person will start to deliver customer training to new customers to BTL, um, existing ones for a fresher training. And it really yeah. helps them become um, integrated into the Surpass community and forge not only close relationships inside BTL, but also externally. Yeah, and I think, uh, so what's really important there is because Surpass is an evolving product all the time, there is a lot of information that you guys are picking up on and you then have to disseminate that among the Surpass community as well as the, the team here, um, you know, the, the Surpass team. So we mentioned BTL. BTL is our kind of parent company, if you like. Uh, again, a lot of people may not have that association. Um, so just... Just to clarify there for anyone who is thinking, who's this BTL we're talking about? <laughs> um, so, yeah, th there's a lot of training to be done. Um, Nathan, do you want to give us just an example of what a typical training session might look like for, uh, let's say, someone who's new to this past community? And then, Ashley, maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, the sort of training we offer for you know, people who want refresher or on new parts of the, the product or new delivery services, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, initially, once um, once a company 
joins the surpass community, then they typically receive two days end-to-end training, which is all of the kind of essentials of, of how to get started in surpass, how to get up and running, how to actually start getting assessments into the hands of, of learners. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, that two day end to end typically begins with um, item authoring. Mm-hmm. Um, so how to how to create questions, create items in surpass. Then we'll also touch on tasks a little bit on that first day of the training. Um, and a little bit of test creation as well. So once you've actually created those items, how do you get those items into a test? Right. Then the second day of end-to-end training um, tends to be the more administrative side of things. So how do you set up your instance of surpass? How do you schedule tests? How do you mark tests? Things like that. Um, and then we tend to end the two days with um, a bit of time for those new community members to ask questions to figure out how they can get and we can help them get surpass working for them yeah i think um because you know obviously we we offer fantastic training uh but Mm. the the product is complex anyone that works in assessment knows that this is not an easy Mm. uh subject to get your head around and learning new software is never an easy thing for an organization and i think having that face-to-face training um i know certainly from my experience but if you know, if you think the same or, or otherwise let me know, but the, it's that bit about being able to ask questions at the end mm. and just kind of work out the, the nuances to your organization. How how am I going to use Pass? Like, this is great. And we could cover that in videos or whatever else currently. You know? yeah. and, and we've got the training portal, uh, just to mm-hmm. give that a little plug there, <laughs> uh, excellent training portal with video references. So there's always refresher bits and pieces out there, yeah. but it's that, that two-day face-to-face is something that, I think a lot of the organizations that come to us, that, that's the first point that they are in touch with us outside of the sales process, for want of a better word, the um, acquisition process maybe. Uh, and it's also the first point where everyone goes, wow, oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this, this is really lot. good. We've definitely made the right choice here. We've had mm-hmm. great training, there's loads to go on and yeah. we'll talk about this more and more. And, and do you find that... Um, people tend to send smaller groups in for training and then share that with their wider teams. I mean, this past community is made up of so many organizations, large and small. Ashley, maybe you could answer. I think you've, you've done a couple of um, travel, travel training, should we say. You've actually <laughs> gone out to see those organizations in their own offices, haven't you? Yeah, um, that's one of the great things about working here is we get the opportunity to um, travel to you know community members and mm. it's important for the community members to kind of um, be in their own environment and a lot of the times we've even gone to people's actual offices where they will be doing work and Mm. we've been able to Mm. create resources to help them understand the system and put around their place of work or to create online documents which is which is um, yeah really important. Yeah so what what kind of typical team size do you train for example is it always 10 people is it sometimes two sometimes 50 you know what's a typical yeah it really varies depending on the size of the organization and whether their roles all touch the pass in the same way um in in larger organizations i found that what they'll do is they'll typically pick a few people at their organization to be trainers so we'll go out to train the trainers okay and then after that our two days their trainers will then be the point of contact at their own organization about um surpass training and they would train um 
their subsequent team members on everything. They'll only train them on the parts of surpass that their job role will touch. Right. Okay. Um, in other cases, they don't have, in smaller organisations where they don't have surpass trainers dedicated at their own organisation, we'll go and deliver the training to everyone who will touch it. And that's where it gets a little bit complicated because we've got to try and tailor to everyone in the room and not only keep up with technological capabilities of everyone who's who's there um, and making sure we're doing it um, alongside the, the kind of the slowest paced person in the room but also to keep in mind that at each part of the test process um, you might have someone in the room who's just there as technical support or a few people who are right. just going to be writing questions um, so it's important to keep in mind kind of the engagement of the training for everyone yeah. and make it fun enough for those who it's not necessary for them to to know everything but mm-hmm. to still want to be involved in all of the activities we set up and, and that's a very important word there isn't it fun it's this isn't something that you can it, it's quite a dry subject anyway um you know we're mixing it with the assessment side <laughs> of things so. <laughs> well, I, I know you're you're what was it 90 percent marmite five percent cheese and five percent oh, yeah. assessment i love it <laughs> yeah um yeah we, we all find our our jobs uh, satisfying i suppose you'd say but it, it's quite a difficult subject to get across There's a lot of statistics involved a lot of the time and right. you know we're so busy concentrating on uh, parity and things like that that sometimes it that's probably more on the mind of the people you're training than how to use the system so it is quite a maybe dry is the wrong word maybe a, a difficult topic to train on um not because the system is complex necessarily um, you know we have a great team of usability experts making sure that the, the, the system is as easy as possible to use mm-hmm. but just because it's not what you might consider your immediate day job we're not training IT professionals, are we? We're training people who know assessment, but yeah. we're just giving them a tool and then training them to use a new tool. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'd like to come back to that in a little while. I think, you know, what makes our training fun and different? Mm-hmm. Uh, but first of all, how do people um, request additional training? So every everyone that comes on board is put into the two-day introduction training, aren't they, Nathan? Is that yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and... I believe that that's usually a standard size. We we recommend a, a group that um, allows us the, the maximum contact between trainers and people within the training. You know, we don't like to do that to groups of like a hundred people because then they mm-hmm. don't get the time, do they? So, what what's yeah. a typical group size for that in, induction training? Um, well, we we try to sort of maintain a ratio of like one trainer for every six learners. Okay, okay, so if somebody wanted to train 24 people, then actually your mm. team could provide four trainers. And then would somebody lead the training and then the other three are kind of on hand there to, to help out yeah. for the interactive sessions? That, that's most likely how we do it. And we, we, we try to maintain that one to six ratio just because, because the system isn't particularly difficult to use, but we like to have that kind of... You're giving everyone attention, aren't you? Exactly, that that's the thing. Yeah, yeah you, you need that kind of personal relationship with the learners, and we think that that sort of one-to-six ratio allows that's, us to maintain that. Yeah, so that maximises the, the number of people in the room that can get trained, but without diluting the, the training and the opportunity to ask those questions. Exactly. Uh, I've, I've ducked into a couple of your sessions. I mean, it's about five years since I started uh, here at VTL, so kind of forgotten my own training sessions and what they were like but having ducked into some of your guys yeah. recent ones um just to take some photos or, or that kind of thing and 
it, it really is just a hotbed of activity. I never expected to see so many people mm. engaged in using the system and asking those questions and hearing from different organizations, like every organization that comes through the door has a different set of questions for you. So that mm. must be really challenging from, <laughs> from your guys' perspective. You can't just create a script and, and go with it, can you? Everything really is bespoke. And I, I think that's testament to your team, if, mm. just to praise you a little bit. I know it's our <laughs> podcast, it's all yeah. a bit fine. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> Okay, so uh, how how would people request additional training then? Because we do the, the induction training, but then is it just something that they ask their account manager? Can they come to you directly? Do, are there particular topics that we cover? Do we run additional training sessions ourselves that people can book onto? What, what kind of thing do you do there? Yeah, so I think there's two answers to that question. The first one, if it's just in a particular area or if a, if a customer has a relationship with the account manager and then asks for the for some refresher training that's the usual um pathway so a customer would be in having a conversation with the account manager um and then the account manager would um kind of find that opportunity of training so it's usually where a customer has asked a question or they have a, they're having an issue or they're having perhaps some high stakes tests coming up and they're worried mm-hmm. that um information kind of hasn't been kept within the team since right. the first so maybe they've session. had a, a staff changeover or yeah, something exactly. or that maybe they've introduced a, a new course or they've, they've got some new psychometrics which means they've had to write a whole new bunch of questions or something like yeah, that exactly um and then the account manager would fill out a train request form that would come to our team and then mm-hmm. from then with the information from the account manager from the form and any other information we keep um either within the team or the company um we'd like to transfer knowledge within the company just to make sure that Mm. we can give the right amount of um support for that Mm. customer for that training and then after that um form from the account manager our team will then build the training session for the customer um okay so training session is bespoke then yeah. in that respect and it's not necessarily a case of we'd like training okay we'll book you in actually they might not need the training you might have taught um the account managers on that particular subject already or you might be able to work out something where we can say well, actually you don't need to book in for a full two-day session you you know we can come out and just see it as part of our day-to-day routine yeah that- for sure sometimes the customer doesn't even know what they want training on which is right, okay. so it takes quite a lot of back and forth um and quite a lot of questions that need answering about what what is it about the task that you're trying to complete that you're either having trouble with or need more information about mm. and then before the training um we as a team kind of come up with some solutions to their problem and it makes the training kind of answer their problem more directly rather mm. than going and having to be reactive at the training session we like to try and go as prepared um as possible really yeah okay that's uh, that's really interesting I, I didn't realize so much work went into that side of things mm. obviously i knew a little bit that you did different sessions and bespoke sessions but that's um i think it's just all part of the customer service that we provide you know if we yeah. if we can answer problems that they're having in a training session that means that the service desk don't come up with so many issues and mm-hmm. um kind of it just generally manages a really good customer relationship between BTL and the person who's received the training. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. Do you ever take members of other teams from uh, the, the BTL head office, the men's past team, out to training sessions with you? Or do you always coordinate before you go and then the trainers go out to these sessions? 
Um, sometimes both, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it depends uh, a lot on cost. Um, it depends a lot on the kind mm. of relationship that we're trying to manage and mm. the type of, um, I guess, like the size of the problem that they're having. Um, if it's a case where we need to provide a solution and perhaps we they don't they can't give us the answers without us being there. We mm. might take a solutions architect or a technical architect along with us who can who understands the system um kind of in a different way than we do. Mm. Um so they're yeah, they they're understand very helpful the development side. So you're effectively bridging the the problem that we're trying to solve together with the training in what's there already, but then walking working towards a, a future solution as well, which actually feeds back into our team. And I, I know you guys um, spend a lot of time with the design team as well and yeah. all feedback between each other so that we can improve the U UI and and that kind of thing. So yeah. everything flows is is what's coming from this. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, so I think that's been a really good introduction to your team, the kind of training that we offer. Um, we are going to release a couple more uh, short podcast about particular training sessions that we run. Sorry, I just realized you said there were actually two ways to answer that question. We've, yeah, we've totally just forgot about the second one. <laughs> um, and then the second one. So this, this is kind of ties into that. We are actually planning some um, training sessions here at our Salter head offices. Yep. And they, they are planned by us and just open for people to sign up to. So if people have got new starters, that kind of thing. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about one of those i believe you're running the first one nathan aren't you so, i am yeah uh, yeah big debut. You to... <laughs> um yeah so the they're, they're being run as a as an alternative to you know us sending trainers out to the mm. to officers of, of uh, surpassed community members um and each session will have a specific focus mm. right so we we talked earlier about that initial training session with customers being a um, a two-day end-to-end and these um, community training sessions that we're doing will instead laser in on, on a, a particular part of that. So this first one that mm -hmm. we're running is um, item authoring and tasks. Um, and because we are just focusing on those two things, it gives us an opportunity to maybe go into some more advanced features that we that um, community members may not have um, had a chance to be trained on or may just not even know exist yet. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that, so that's the kind of second style of training that, that we're doing at the moment. Great stuff. Okay, um, so unless you guys have got anything else to talk about in this opening session, you can always get in touch with us here. Our email address is marketing at btl.com. If you've got any questions about this podcast or for the training team in general, we'd be happy to pass those on for you. Uh, training resources are available. If you're an existing past community member, you can talk to your account manager to find out a bit more if you're not already aware of what is available to you. Also, you can go to surpass.com if you haven't already. You can find out more about the system. And if there's a particular feature on there that you'd like to know more about, again, get in touch with us, marketing at btl.com, and we can pass you through to the relevant team there. So, Ashley, Nathan, thank you very much to, for your time today. Thanks, Ben. Thank we will speak to you again very, very soon. Thank Bye. you. Right. And thanks to this past community for listening. Bye.